Welcome to the Brazen and Brave Podcast. This is a podcast for women who want to live their life fearlessly and courageously and to stop playing small and stop apologizing for those big freaking dreams. So if you are ready to take your life and business to the next level and to be that leader that I know that you know that you were always meant to be, then stick around, friend, because you are in the right place. Hello, all of you beautiful people. Oh my gosh. So this is the first podcast episode that I have recorded in well over a year. I can make up all the excuses. I could blame the pandemic, right? I could blame working from home. I could do all the things. But quite honestly, life was crazy last year. I mean, it was just absolutely crazy for all of us. And, you know, I'm not even going to talk about it. It just is what it is. I really took a break from a lot of things, really invested my time in some new things. But I've got to be honest, I get an email every week with how many people listen to this podcast. And every single week, without fail, I was still getting new downloads. And people were still tuning in and listening to the episodes that I had recorded. And this week, I looked and 120 people downloaded the podcast this week. Now, that is a small number for so many people. But guys, I haven't put out a new podcast in well over a year. And I was like, you know what? People are still showing up to listen. And doing this podcast is truly one of the most rewarding things I have ever done. I mean, it caused so much pain in so many ways and so much growth, but I know it was all for good. And I love doing this. I love speaking. I love touching you all. I love encouraging you. I hope you learn from this podcast because that's what I love to do. I love to share what I'm learning and just everything that life is bringing because I want to bring more joy into the world. I want you to be brave. I want you to be brazen because that's what the world needs. And, you know, I think it's so important for us to use our voice when something is on our hearts and something is on our mind. And this word, I literally, guys, I cannot get this word out of my head. And that's provision that we would have provision in our life, that everything that we would need would be provided to us. And The reason that this word is on my heart, it's for several reasons. So the first one is that I have some stuff going on in my life and I've got decisions to make and big things coming up and I feel life changing in so many ways and that can be so incredibly scary. When we have these big changes that are possible, it it makes us question our, our provision, will I continue to be provided for? And am I going to continue to provide for my family in the same way that I have been? Or what is the future going to look like? And I'm sure that so many of us can relate to that, especially, especially with what last year brought us with so many crazy things happening in our world, so much uncertainty. There was the pandemic, social um, racial injustice, the the stinking election that I'm so glad is over. But so much can happen in our lives to make us doubt our provision, our provision in finances, in our health, in our relationship. And there's so much happening in my life that made me think about provision even 
more. And what has been really sparking this word is that I'm working through a new Bible study and the Bible study is called Faith and Fire and it focuses on Elijah and the life of Elijah. And you know, he's someone in the Bible that I knew about and I had some knowledge, but not, not near the knowledge that I'm learning. And that's just the benefit, right, of going through a Bible study. So this one's by Priscilla Schreier, and she's absolutely phenomenal. I love her. This is, I think, the third Bible study that I've done of hers. And I can't say enough about what she's writing because as, as is the Lord, he speaks to you. And he speaks to you in what way you need in the time that you're in in your life, right? Have you ever shown up to church or flipped your Bible open and it was just exactly what you needed to hear at that time in your life? And I think that you have to be obedient to do that, right? You have to be obedient in going to the Word and going to church and having conversations with friends. And it's in that obedience that he provides for us. But... This is not about obedience today, but it is about provision. And I just want this to remind you this episode today of who is our provider. Because if you are anything like me, you can be tricked into thinking that you are the provider. And I am so incredibly guilty of that. I get in my own head about you know, I'm the provider, I'm the mom, I've got to take care of my family, I've got to make money for my family, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And it's all on me. And sometimes it can feel that way, even though I have the best supporter in all of the world. My husband's amazing. But I know we all feel that way from time to time. We get locked in to this idea that we are the provider. And it can be very stressful. And I think we can get lost in that and really lose focus on who God is and what he says that he'll do. So I just want to read a couple things from scripture and from the Bible study. If you're feeling like me today to just help you refocus and remember God's promises. So the first one is now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us to him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Ephesians 3 20 through 21. And, you know, when I first read this, it, there's so many things that really speak to me that God is exceedingly abundant above anything we could think or ask because he's working in us. And I just want you to refocus to remember that he is our provider. He's working through us. So even when you're in the trenches, you're doing the work, you're doing the things, he's giving you the strength. He is providing for you in that. And not to mention he is going to provide for you so much more than you can even think. And y'all, I am a crazy go-getter. I think you would know that by now. Anyone who knows me, it's just who I am. But even if you're not, if you're like me, you're not like me, it doesn't matter. He can provide and will provide above anything that you ask and anything that anything that you think. And, you know, I, I this has been a prayer for me for a really long time and that I pray that I would not be limited by limitless God, meaning I don't want to limit myself 
from the, the no limitations that God has. So sometimes we can get stuck and this is my goals, right? This is what I want to do. This is how much money I want to make. This is what job I want to have. This is what house I want to be in. Um, this is how many followers I have for, you know, her reading my book, whatever the case may be. And we really get stuck on that. But when we do that, it's good to have goals, but I don't want people to lose sight of what he can do for you. Because God's going to surprise you. He's going to provide for you. And sometimes he's going to do it in ways that make no freaking sense, right? You're like, God, really? Why are you sending me here? Why are you asking me to do this? But he always has a plan. And it's always, always a better plan than we ever, ever expected. And so like I talked about earlier, I'm really in this place where I'm in between and I don't know what to do. And I'm like, what is the best choice? How can I make the best choice? And what I want to talk about is that sometimes we get comfortable. Um, I, you know, I do change management. That's my job. And we talk about the power of the current state. And that's where what we know it's what we might be good at. It's where we've been for a long time. Maybe that current state is your job. Maybe it's comfortable in your body that's unhealthy, right? Even if you might be unhealthy, don't exercise, eat junk all the time. It's still where you're comfortable, right? Because you know in that state how it is, right? If life doesn't get any worse, okay, I'm good where I'm at. And so what I want you to think about is that current state and that sometimes God is going to ask you to move out of that comfort state because guess what? He wants us to depend on him, right? He wants us to lean into him more. He wants us to have faith in him. He wants us to say, God, I got your promises. I see them. I know them. I trust you in those promises and I'm going to have faith and I'm going to go out of, on a limb here and I'm going to go to where I'm a little bit uncomfortable. And so I really want to challenge you to do that because it's in the discomfort that we grow. And that's almost always the case, you guys. It's always scary, but it's never as scary as we think. And you know, that's what scripture says too. It says in Hebrews 13, 5, I will never desert you, nor will I ever forsake you. That's God's promise to us. And Priscilla writes, your needs will be met. You will be refreshed. No question, no matter, no ifs, ands, or buts. And you know, she gives a couple examples of this in the Bible that I just want to share because I don't know about you, but sometimes we hear stories in the Bible and we're so focused on one thing or whoever's teaching it is so focused on one thing. There's so many other tidbits that get lost in translation and that when you see it in a new light, it just teaches you so much. So when we think about Eliza, Elijah, sorry, um, you know, God asked him to go to Cherith. I think that's how you say it. I'm sorry if it's not, but Cherith, it's this place in the wilderness that had no water, had no food, and God's saying, hey, I need you to go there. This is where you're going to grow. This is going to where you're going to build your faith. This is where you're going to become the man that's going to enable you to do what I'm going to ask you to do. And he asked him to go here. And literally, it has to be so scary because there's nothing to provide for him there by himself, right? Um, just because of the wilderness and all that. And not only that, this particular location was so close to, guess what? 
his comfortable state, close to his home. And so there was this temptation of going home, going back to what he knew, as opposed to this new place that God asked him to go. But because he was obedient, he went to this place God did provide for him. He did exactly as he promised, and that enabled him to become the man and do the things that God had called him to do, which were very hard um, to do. The other example, that Priscilla shares is in Exodus where Moses frees God's people from slavery after hundreds of years of being in slavery in Egypt and he asked them to go to the Red Sea instead of going to the land of the Philistines which was much closer it was a much easier path and instead he asked them to journey a much harder journey much long, longer route to the Red Sea because he knew and I never caught this before but he knew that the war that they would face would cripple them mentally physically and that they would return to yet again their comfort zone what they knew even if it was terrible even if it was a place of struggle that they would return there so instead he sent them to the Red Sea because for so many reasons but he was protecting them again he wanted them to see to see his promises and to see that he was a God a loving God who was going to stand by his word. And that, again, would build that faith. So that's not the path that they would have chosen. I'm sure that Elijah wouldn't have chosen the path of going somewhere um, where he had no food, had no water, but was so close to home. And I hope through these examples that you can see examples in your own life of maybe where you're, you've journeyed some journeyed somewhere that's difficult, or you've gone down a path that you wouldn't have chosen. Um, I, can, I can choose several of those for my own life. Even in my career, I'm doing something that I would have never thought possible. Change management, what's that? I have no idea what that was just over two years ago. And here I am. I found my passion. I found something I love. And it's so exciting. You know, when I think about the birth of my boys, are you kidding me? I would never have chosen for my boys to be born three months early and to walk through the journey that we walk through. But you know what? I'm grateful for it. I am so eternally grateful for it because it made me the mother I am today. It's helped me connect with others and share my story, share our faith. And they were an encouragement to so many. And so while I wouldn't have chosen it, it acts, it absolutely had a reason. And, you know, that is all about provision. And, you know, I want to get back on track here. But the point is that God will provide for you no matter where you are at in your life even if you think this isn't the path I would have chosen this is hard there is a reason there is a meaning and he will absolutely provide for you and I want to talk about just a little bit before I end today's episode on just the false sense of provision in our life um, there's so many different areas I think that people can get caught into myself included you know one of those being just so you know a social like Instagram, the social networking out there, 
fitting in, being perfect, all these good things, keeping up with the Joneses, and we really get sucked into this false world that has nothing to do with actual provision, um, our hearts being provided for, and our eternal life and our trust in God being provided for, and we get so lost in that, we don't even know where to begin, right, and trusting God and having faith, and so, you know, that's one area, just that false sense of belonging. Um, that social media can create. You know, another, like I mentioned earlier, it's just the money, right? Our jobs thinking that we've got to do this and we've got to do that. And, you know, I'm in control because I've got news. You're not in control as much as you think you are. That was a tough lesson for me to learn. But that is something that I am really like, guys, that is a lesson for me that has sunk in over this past week because I was holding on to that like badge of provision thinking, I'm the provider. I'm the one. It's got to be on me. Like all, all of that noise. And when I read those Bible verses that I read to you earlier, and there's so many, I guess I can read another one. Um, so here's one. It's Psalms 119, 116 to 117. Sustain me as you promised, and I will live. Do not let me be ashamed of my hope. Sustain me so that I can be safe and always be concerned about your statutes. And I think that's what I was just talking about. Like provision is being concerned about what God is concerned about, right? Not what the world is concerned about. So here's another one, um, 2 Corinthians 9, 8. God is able to make all grace abound to you so that always having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good deed. And I was reading this and, you know, Priscilla's like in the margin, like just write how you intend to change your attitude when you read these things. And I wrote, I am not, all caps underlined, the provider. He all caps underlined is, if he is sending me down a path, he will sustain me. And that was just a massive wake up call, guys, that again, I am not the provider. He is. It doesn't matter what house I live in. It doesn't matter what clothes I wear. It doesn't matter how I look. It doesn't matter what job I have. It matters. He matters. He is the provider. And, and not just the provider in a monetary way. It says we would be sufficient in everything, in every area of our life. If you want true provisions, true happiness, true joy, and to feel like your cup is full and runneth over, He is the answer. So, I hope that this has been an encouragement to you. I hope that if you're in a place where you feel lost, that you don't feel provided for, that you're uncertain about the future, I encourage you to pick up this Bible study, to just dig into the Word, send me a message. I would love to talk about it with you because, friend, if He will sustain me, He's going to sustain you because that is His promise. So with that, that concludes today's episode. I literally had a couple free minutes today and I thought, I'm going to go sit down and record a podcast. Um, it took me a minute to even remember the program to open and how to get things going. And I have literally no outline for this episode, no notes, no anything. 
I'm just speaking from the heart. So I apologize if this was a bit rambling and all over the place, but I don't care because if it was an encouragement to one person, that's all that matters. And that's what God put on my heart. So friends, I hope he sustained you. He is a provider. Don't lose sight of that. And I hope you have a blessed day. And yes, I am going to keep doing these podcasts because I love it and I want to bless you. Um, and I really hope it does. So have an awesome day and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much, friends, for hanging out with me today on the podcast. If you loved it, it would be amazing if you would screenshot the episode, throw it on IG and tag me, or leave me a sweet review on iTunes. All of that means the world. And if you want a free copy of my five-step business accelerator, you can head to kellyrowland.com. That's K-E-L-L-E-Y-R-O-W-L-A-N-D.com. And until next time, friends.